This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to another fabulous Tuesday night here on Manawatu's People Radio with the Palmy Pride Show, also available on podcast. But I'm Cam. I'm Andy, and that's Matt over there. And here we are on Empire. You've got your um, Norswood bullies on there, goodness. Anybody think it was... Dead nipply. Um... Daylight savings, God. Oh, I, I know. It's messed my head about. Throwing me. Yeah. Um, on tonight's show, Mel C says Margaret Thatcher was absolutely not the first Spice Girl. <laughs> That's we don't, a follow-on from no, last week. So we don't have Mel C actually here saying no. that. I wish we did. That would be so cool. But last I don't week know we what had, it would sound we like. Jerry saying she was. Um. Anyway, yeah. uh, next up. Uh, and then a Scottish player comes out. I don't know what he's coming out from, but... Bless him. What have you got over there? Okay, we're also remembering a um, a RuPaul Drag Race um, veteran, um, Cherry uh, Valentine, who died in the last week or so, um, and that was announced last Friday. But yes, so we've got a couple of pieces of Cherry's music tonight. We're opening with one of Cherry's songs right now. Yes, yes, we will do. Uh, and I on my desk, sports desk, we have. Cherry, uh, cherry, not Jerry. NBA cherry. is fined. Ooh. The NBA, National Basketball Association, I believe. Are they fined? Fined. And then they were no. fined? Fined as in penalised. Yeah. Someone, Penal, someone got penal, fined. Penalised. Yeah. I think it was an NBA player got fined. Yes. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll, we'll go into Let's the details. Did you say that he was penalised? Yes. Oh. <laughs> but our first song uh, is called Iconic by Cherry Valentine. Here we go. Bitch, do you get it? To the rhythm and I hit him with a bass. Walk to the rhythm, give him body seven face. Walk to the rhythm and I hit him with a bass. Bad bitch in the building when the record drop. These curves hit you harder than tequila shots. Slim waist back cake with a cherry on top. But I can cut you sicker than a butcher shop. I give it to you only when I want it. I'm serve it up, so give me that deposit. Get too busy cause I know I'm almost flawless. Too hot, too hot, my drop. Don't try, come for me. No, don't try, come for me. Bitch, but don't. I am sickening, and hunty, that's the tea. Ew. Don't try, come for me. No, don't try, come for me. I am sickening, and hunty, that's the tea. No regular, no replica. Just look at her. She's got, she's got. Didn't come to play, she came to slay. Make her three iconic. No regular, no replica. Just look at her. She's got, she's got. Didn't come to play, she came to slay. Make her three iconic. From a different world and a crown atop I wear my hair higher than an astronaut Make a double, make a triple and connect the dot And I'll keep serving for the gods And I'll give it to you only when I want it I'm gonna serve it up so give me that deposit But too busy cause I know I'm always flawless Too hot, first cop, mic drop Don't try, come for me No, don't try, come for me I am sickening And hunty, that's the tea Yes, God Don't try, come for me No, don't try, come for me I am sickening And hunty, that's the tea No regular, no replica Just look at her She's got it, she's got Didn't come to play She came to slay Make her three iconic No regular, no replica Just look at her She's got it, she's got Didn't come to play She came to slay Make her three iconic Drop dead body, so hypnotic Got your gag, cause I'm a goddess Need your scalp to met to promise, promise, promise Drop dead body, so hypnotic Got your gag, cause I'm a goddess Need your scalp to met to promise, promise, promise Drop dead body, so hypnotic Got your gag, cause I'm a goddess Need your scalp to met to promise, promise, promise Drop dead body, so hypnotic 
Cherry Valentine with Iconic. Indeed. So last Friday, um, Cherry's family um, announced that she had died, um, recognising the grief that others will be experiencing but requesting some private time. Um, Cherry had was not only a drag queen but was also a mental health nurse um, and was part of the traveller community or had come from the traveller community. That must have been a challenging time for her. It's well documented that um, LGBT people um, within the traveller community do not necessarily have an easy time of it, but then none of us do. That's the point. Anyway. I didn't know she. I knew she was a nurse, yeah. but I didn't know mental health nurse. Yep. Oh. Hmm. Um. Right, should we do another song? or do another call. Um. Let's do another song. Let's okay. Do another song. This is by Katie Katie Brooks K A T E Y uh, Brooks. Never gonna let her go. Take me to the holy water. Never gonna let her go. Down till I forget where I fall. Got love. 
That was Katie Brooks with Never Let Her Go. You know, when you were introducing that song, I thought you were going to be like, Katie Lang? No, no, I do know who Katie, La- Katie Lang, KD Lang is. Um, there was an interview that popped up with Damien Everidge on my um, Facebook feed, and it was her, and she said, oh, you know, I'm going to be quite blunt and straight to the point. Um, when was the first time you realised, and she paused, and then she was like, that you're a Canadian. <laughs> you're expecting to be like lesbian. I'm um, right. Do you want lefty or righty? Lefty or righty? Go righty. Are you sure? Yeah, okay. Are you sure you're sure? Yeah. All right. Um, cool, because I don't have to do an accent with this one. Uh, Mel C has slammed Margaret Thatcher, but hard to do when she's passed. Um, Margaret C has slammed Margaret C. Mel C has slammed Margaret Thatcher in an interview two decades after the Spice Girls bandmate Jerry Alliwell infamously said the former Prime Minister had girl power. In an interview with The Independent ahead of the release of her memoir Who Who I Am, Mel C explained that Halliwell's views on politics did not align with her own, proudly stating I'm from Liverpool. I'm from Liverpool. That's what I. I'm from Liverpool. That's why I heard him ahead. Um, in the infamous interview with Spectator in 1996, Halliwell called the Spice Girls Thatcheries. That sounds terrible. And said that Thatcher was the first Spice Girl. Uh, we Spice Girls are true Thatcheries. She she was the first Spice Girl, the pioneer of I, our ideolo- ideology. Girl power, she said. So. Uh, meanwhile, um, Mel C opened up to the Independent about being branded a raging Tory once the interview, uh, since the interview, saying that Thatcher is absolutely not the first Spice Girl in her no. eyes. Jerry, in the past, was very vocal about her support for Margaret Thatcher. Oh, Jerry, you've just gone down in my box. Um, I'm from Liverpool. <laughs> uh, it was a name. It was a name that was not celebrated within our reg- uh, celebrated in that region. She said, "There were never thoughts or feelings that I shared. People knowing me from the things I do are quite aware of the kind of person I am. I don't think I'm a raging Tory." She added that her upbringing made her very aware of the level of fame and success the Spice Girls gave her. Money was tight when I was a kid and there was no extra, she said. Malsey added that many family and friends still work really, really hard to make ends meet, meet, and I'm very much aware of that side. Uh, The star also opened up about more difficult experiences in the interview from being sexually assaulted the night before she was night before the first ever Spice Girls show, to being questioned about her sexuality on live TV, to feeling burnt out towards the end of the Spice Girls tour in 1998. Comparing the experience to the pressure of Judy Garland experienced before her tragic death, she said, you become a commodity, you are making other people money, so so they have to keep you in this place, where you're able to do that. And I don't think that this is done with your human interest at heart. She added, My time with the Spice Girls was incredibly exciting. Literally my wildest dreams come true. But also it broke me, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. It was really hard. Melsey explained that there was nothing uh, that there's nothing in the pipeline or arranged or confirmed after the band reportedly split up for good in February this year. Um I'm just checking the year like, didn't they split up a while ago? I think Jerry left and then didn't they get back together for some sort of a tour? Yeah, and then the, the and Queen's sporty, thing uh, and the Olympics. Um, and, and what's her face? Posh was away? Yeah. But it's like it's like the band, so they're officially like... I don't know if you compare it, can, can compare it to Judy Garland though. Wasn't that <laughs> quite intense? Mm. Like Judy Garland was pumped full of stuff from a young age. Mm-hmm. Wasn't allowed to eat. Wasn't allowed to. Certainly managed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not my place to say, but I think maybe that's. An and, the, and the thing mm. is, though, like, but when you sign up to be in a girl group band yep. that becomes worldly famous, also, that is what you're signing up for. But also, probably <laughs> the first of that kind. Mm. Yes. You know, like yes, they used to have the the three girl groups in the back, like back in the day. But I think Spice Girls were a, a new. 
you know, they were before. Mm. And you can't well, see- I don't know, because it was like Bananarama. Yeah, but there was three. There was three. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas these guys were just. And, and mm. I think and watched, the, the mm. amount of merchandise compared to Bananarama. Oh, yeah. God, I love Bananarama. Yeah, but, I mean, but there are other bands. I mean, it was like the Go Go's and people like that, but that was like a different um, genre. Yeah. I just um, think, you know, five girls in a group, like it was before the days of All Saints, uh, Backstreet Boys, mm, mm. all those kind of ones where they were mm. pumped out and then all of their merch was. I mean, there was mm. Chupper Chups, there was Spice Girl Shoes. I think mm. there was Spice Girls Pez. Yeah, there was yeah. certainly match- merchandise to the max. Uh, yeah. That's uh, um, and that's the thing, and I, and I think, I don't think the, the, I was watching a few documentaries on it, even the producers weren't expecting it to be as large as what yeah. it was and suddenly it went it just caught that niche market at the right time of what was happening in the world yeah. mm. and it just took off because everybody, every girl in the world related to some aspect or part of the mm. spice and girls. some boys, thank yes. you very much. <laughs> and, and everyone in between. Don't look at me like that. I'm not thinking big girl. You know, and, and <laughs> I remember that was that was also the start of that whole yeah. That whole tribute act where you exactly. have your like, exactly. like look alike, want to be like yeah. double look, the spice or just because I wanted to look like ginger. <laughs> so you're would have looked, you're, a, you're a ginger. Well, they would have looked more like Kathy Burke. Gimme, gimme, gimme. But but I think that's the thing is, but that's, that's they were the open kind of, to anyone. But that's the kind of pop culture thing where it goes. So that Jerry Halliwell mm. here yeah. from Spice Girls. Mm. Is Kathy Burke and mm. you know the ginger with the blonde at the front? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Who didn't want to wear a, a tea towel anyway? <laughs> what? Yeah, that dress. Did you not know that? So you know the um, Union Jack dress. Yeah, yeah. That was a tea towel stuck on a dress. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that's how that became famous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, ah, there you go. Hands up if you've got a Union Jack dress at home. <laughs> no, just me. Okay, uh, hands up if it's the full size Union Jack. <laughs> you go, girl. Um, hands up if it probably still don't fit anymore. Oh no! Yeah, no, that that's a repair oh. job waiting to happen. That's Good. on the list. Good. We want to see that. Right. Well, we're going to go take it over to a song now. Uh, Drake Jensen with all you need. Do you, is it not? If you want to be my lover, you got to get no. with my friend. No. no. Oh. Close your 
To a child, yes, I think that's a strong likelihood. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, that is definitely a yeah. strong likelihood. So, uh, but that was uh, Drake Jensen with "All You Need." Mm, true. So we're talking about children at the moment, or family with children, and because we've got a sister who is about to have a wonderful baby, and um, <laughs> well, we don't know if the baby's going to be wonderful. It's the we, we would assume will be wonderful. We would assume, yeah. but yeah. But allegations have already been made that I am likely to pick the child up from daycare and take it shopping um, to buy. Oh my tutus. god! No, do you know what you're? Do you know who you're going to be? What? Oh my god! So, do you remember an outrageous fortune? And there was Grandpa and um, the the chick that he was hooking into. Um, no, and she used to take the baby shoplifting. She's like the, not the cool, the cool great grandmother. She <laughs> she put the baby on a lead, like the toddler on a lead. Oh my god, I'm gonna get okay. I'm gonna I, get I, a lead not, for the child. I'm not taking that child shoplifting. So, no, no, no. I mean it in the nicest possible way. But, but we will discover fabulous foundations. Anyway. I don't know if you can put makeup on a child. I know, but you can prepare them with the idea. Education needs to start early, <laughs> even at six months. <laughs> no, well, the skin tone changes during life, doesn't it? I know, but be prepared. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. And knowing that glitter goes with everything. I don't know if glitter is baby safe. We can give Edible baby safe glitter. Biodegradable. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Right, are you going to read that out or is it just just hovering in your hand? Okay. Um, So we all know that the World Cup, FA Cup, is coming up in um, a couple of months. Did we all know that? I didn't. Okay, this is the sports desk. Just to let you know, our entire show today comes to you from the sports desk. Um, so the difficulty is that, of course, the World Cup this year is in Qatar. That's the challenge. Under the country's current penal code, it continues to punish same-sex relations with up to seven years' imprisonment, while queer Muslim men under Sharia law can be punished with the death penalty. Um, hmm. So... A young man has challenged that, um, and he is putting it to um, the Qatar uh, ambassador. Um, so at a human rights conference in Frankfurt, um, hosted by the German Football Association, Darian Mo- uh, Minden uh, spoke directly to Qatar's ambassador. I'm a man and I love men. I do. Please don't be shocked. Um, I have sex with men. This is normal. Um, Minden told Abdullah, Abdullah bin Mohammed bin Saud uh, Al-Tani. Um, so please, get used to it and stay out of football because the most important rule in football is football is for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're lesbian, if you're gay. It's for everyone, for the boys, for the girls, and for everyone in between. Oh, don't think that describe themselves as in between, but okay. Um, Minden implored the ambassador to abolish all his country's uh, penalties regarding sexual and gender identity, including the death penalty. Um, Homosexual acts, as was stated, are punishable by death in Qatar. 
Altani's response to Minden was not made public, but the ambassador had previously um, complained that the issue of human rights had become a distraction. Yeah, it's going to get more so. Um, we all care about human rights, he said, uh, but noted that he would have uh, he would have enjoyed the sport and human rights event if it had focused more on the enjoyment of football and the football effect on people around the world. Hmm. Not so sure it's going to go that way. Peter Tapsell, um, an advocate um, and activist from the UK, um, has been challenging the um, FIFA team and reminding them that in spite of promises made by Qatar that no one's going to be arrested um, if they kiss someone of the same gender, if they are involved with someone of the same gender, if they're holding hands or anything like that, um, their track history of keeping their word is not necessarily good. Um, so so the Qatari que- uh, authorities have been um, challenged with these questions over the last six months. Um, they have absolutely told us all the right um, answers to, for anything we've asked about, um, even down to the point of are rainbow flags allowed? Yes, absolutely, they are allowed. It's um, as long as it do, it's if someone doesn't go and drape them onto the outside of a mosque. Um, that was one example we were given, and we're disrespectful in that way. Um, but there have been, there have absolutely been, uh, they have been briefed. To the very, to be very tolerant and act in the right way, and time um, and any time we ask a direct question, we tend to get an answer. Um, but these promises mean little to Tatchell. This is a regime that recently confiscated rainbow-coloured children's toys in shopping malls on the grounds that they were promoting homosexuality, he said. Um, Qatar has flip-flopped on whether rainbow flags would be permitted under pressure from FIFA, at first said yes, then said no, and is now saying yes again. Who is to say they won't change the minds again and ban them and arrest people who display rainbow flags? The passionate campaigner noted that the FA isn't paying attention to LGBTQ plus Qataris who face arrest. In the hope of offering solidarity with the LGBTQ plus community, the FA is embracing the One Love anti-discrimination campaign. England captain uh, Harry Kane will wear a One Love armband uh, for the first time on the 23rd of September, the last Friday, um, at the National League match against Italy. Kane said, as captains, we all um, we may all be competing against each other on the pitch, but we stand, toge- uh, stand together against all forms of discrimination. This is even more relevant at a time when division is common in society. Wearing the armband together on behalf of our teams will send a clear message when the world is watching. Tatchell believes the One Love slogan is too vague, and he slammed the design is not a proper rainbow, but a deliberate mishmash of colours to avoid the controversy of being seen to endorse LGBTQ plus equality. He also aired concern of its statement only mentioning um, LGBTQ plus fans in passing and completely ignoring restrictions on women's rights. The statement misleading um, Misleading suggests that Qatar has made significant improvements in conditions for migrant workers. It neglects the mention to mention unpaid wages, overcrowded slum hostels, workers who still cannot change their jobs and are forced to pay illegal recruitment fees, and that those who are who pro- protested were recently arrested and deported. This statement is an embarrassment and a whitewash. Gosh. Some clearly, clearly, some passionate views there from those who are involved, but we shall be watching and waiting to see what the FA is like. Yes, um, I think we button. need a song. I we think do. we need a song to process because right. that was a there was a lot of information. That was a long, 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 long story, and oh. some people are into that. Some people <laughs> like a long one. 
Yes. Uh, I'm just we, getting looks now. We're gonna I didn't go, realize it was that long. We're gonna I'm sorry. Go to, it was very long. We're going to go over to the Weather Girls uh, with You Can Feel It. You know that song, For the Longest Time? Oh, for the longest time. That was that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be quiet. Welcome back to Weather Girls. You can feel it. Well, can you feel it though? We've never heard um, that song, but that's welcome right. back to Pubby Pride here on NPR. Uh, it is the Tuesday after the Queen's um, public holiday. Mm. Um, how are we feeling about King Charles? In my head, I keep going to say Spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts? Um, well, you don't want to say on air. Yeah, I'd rather uh, not. Yeah, no, it's all right. What about you? Yeah. It's just. Business as usual, really. It's just I do think that they're giving extra, extra footage, uh, extra fuel to the fire. 
because um, they are very commenting on like every little you know, thing and, that's being done. And I just look at for me and what I do, and and just in life, I often have never specifically mentioned the queen yeah. in anything I do. So I wouldn't naturally normally now mention the king. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'd, the, the I'd best not, comment yeah. I've seen so far is um, they can change um, "God Save the Queen" to "God Save the King" pretty pretty friggin' quickly. Yeah. Yeah, people have issues using. The right pronoun. The right pronouns. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think though that um, Charles, what's I like to call him, Chucky, but um, Charles is—he's going to have a much more challenging um, intro to this new role, mm. the lived experience of the new role, um, than his mother did. Well, she'd been doing it for so long. Well, even even Times when she changed. when she with her coronation at twenty five, didn't have the internet there. They didn't have every mm. soul on the planet, you know, the publicly just you know printing yeah. an opinion. And that's the thing. Yeah, and he's going to be critiqued at every single turn, but he's also going to be massively praised. He has a significant PR team. And anyone who speaks out is either going to be applauded or slammed. There's still a lot of people out there with the Not Our King sort of signage and logos. Um, Little fun fact I read the other day, though. Maybe not fun fact. Um, So you know how the man went to lift the the flag that was on the coffin to see if it was actually her? So he had some mental health issues, obviously. Um, But I I also read that – so it was a closed casket – um, but with the royal family, they actually lined the casket with lead mm. to preserve the body. And the reason that they did that is there was one years and years and years ago, like way back in the day before they used to do that. And so you know how they've sort of paraded mm. um, her, her coffin round for people to pay their respects mm. and that sort of thing. So that was what, a week's, mm. a week's worth? Mm. Chuck travel on top of that. So they put lead in the coffin to preserve the, the body um, because they'd not done it years and years and years ago, and as they were going round, this person's um, and the body had deteriorated so much that it actually exploded. Oh my! And people had this putrid smell of, and it was one of the king's sort of three hundred yeah, years three hundred years ago kind of thing. And reports mm. were that the smell was absolutely horrendous. Gosh. So yeah, but a, not a fun fact, but a fun fact. Yeah. And also with with on the so if you are ever in a situation where you have to return a body from overseas, yeah, uh, you cough at the coffin's lead line for that exact oh, wow. same reason, so that doesn't happen mid flight. Yeah, because the oh, pressure and that would throw the pressure of the plane off. <laughs> Why'd you go down? Was it a bomb? No, it was her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, um, but but also like because they don't bury the the bodies as such. No, they're it's entombed. Done, it's done into an entomb, entombed thing down under the, mm. I guess under the church. Yes, wouldn't go off to a mausoleum or somewhere, would it? No. It's kind of a a family crypt or something. Yeah, it's like a crypt it? within underneath oh. the church. Um, and she, yeah, she wasn't buried with her scepter and crown. No, but no. there are now calls for uh, some of the jewels buried, buried with the rod, though, aren't they? Well, these the broken one. Yes, um, yes, they are. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are calls now for uh, some of the jewels to be returned to India and Africa mm, from mm. her crown. So it'll be interesting to see whether they mm. keep them, divvy it up, get a replica made. How that's all going to work? Because mm. I don't think Charles will wear that crown, would he? No, he it, is, it, that is, that is, that is, that is the, the, the that's crown. her particular that's the one. State crown. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Give it back to the people. Well, yeah, um, but it's also apparently the diamond that comes from—is it the diamond that comes from Africa, um, or from India? I think it is. It's it's also incredibly bad luck for a man to wear it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So, so it would be particularly good idea if, it was, if it was gifted to yeah. that person for the purpose of to go yeah. on the yeah yeah. yeah. Interesting. But is that yeah? Is that superstition? Is that Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. So there are some in there from mm-hmm. India. There are some from Africa. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you do? Because I can't just sit there in a cabinet, can I? Oh, I don't know. Um, no, it's in the tower, Tower of London. It's in a vault with the some jewels on display or no. anything. Oh, I think they are. You can see them, but you can't go near them. 
<laughs> the idea is people can't touch them. They well, weren't meant to touch to the coffin, yet they had old... <laughs> yes, I was, impre- I was intrigued I that he got that close. What sort of a person makes a dive for the coffin when there's that many guards around? Because <laughs> he genuinely wanted to make sure it was real. Well, because apparently he thought that it had all been faked and the Queen was being kept under duress. <laughs> yeah, locked in the tower. <laughs> We, I mean, where does that? I mean, yes, that might. No, well, I've he heard a few different some deluded state. I've, I've heard. Um, I read a story that oh, someone God. thought that Camilla was actually Princess Di because they'd taken a. There was a photo of her in the press where there was like a little. Um, she had some surgery done or something. There was like a little flap of skin that had healed, and it looked like. And it was like someone was like, "Oh, perhaps she's Princess Di." It's like, "Well, I, no, I don't." <laughs> That's how stupid rumours. I mean, if you had the choice to look like Princess Di or Camilla, <laughs> I don't think I'd be going with the Audrey Roberts lookalike. Uh, <laughs> Just a trim can. All right. Uh, a professional soccer player in Scotland has come out of Um No, we're after nine. Uh, striker Xander Murray, and I'm not doing this one next thing yet, uh, plays for Gala Fairy Dean. Bless. Fairy Dean. Uh, Rovers, the team plays in the fifth tier of the Scottish football. Murray told Pride of Terraces. He had been coming out to family and friends since 2021 April but not to anyone in the football world. However, he was prompted to do so after attending his first Pride event. It was during a vacation in Benidorm, Spain, because that's where they all go, according to that comedy. Uh, I decided to do it when I went to my first Pride event. He said, I don't usually get to go to Pride because I'm playing football at the weekend, uh, but I was in Benidorm of all places, and it was absolutely fantastic. My friend took a photo and asked if she could put it on social media, and I usually couldn't do that. I'd come out to everyone apart from my football. So it makes it sound like he's talking to a football, like Wilson, you know. <laughs> um, apart from my football, and they were the only people that didn't know. I thought about it, and as we were walking back to the hotel, I realised I could die tomorrow living a lie. It's cheery. Um, I I would just be a number because so many people will have lived closeted. Mm-hmm. I was on a veranda. I was on the veranda and I put a post on Facebook and that was it. Xander Murray, the first out gay male player in Scottish football, which is separate <laughs> leagues to English soccer, since Justin Fish, Fish, Fishunu played with... Eardry and Hearts in the mid-1990s. No one's corrected me on pronunciation, so that's fine. Uh, English player Fashunu was the first male player, male soccer player in the UK to come out. He did so in 1990 and faced abuse from fans on the terraces. He died, oh, he died by suicide in 1998. Oh, oh. Uh, Murray told his club's website, it feels the weight of the world is now off my shoulders. Uh, the lads at the club have been supportive before coming out. You think people will turn against you and you think the worst. I've been blown away by the sport. Uh, he added that staying in the closet was playing havoc with my life. He said, I also want to help with other players who are struggling. This isn't the easiest for men, especially footballers, to deal with. Murray follows the footsteps of teenager Jake Daniels, who plays for the Blackpool FC in north of England. Daniels came out in May, becoming the first professional soccer player to do so since Fishnu. Uh, Murray told Pride of Terraces, I'm feeling good, very good. There's zero hiding anymore. Just me and my organic self, and that would, uh, and that I should have been a long time ago. I'm not looking back anymore, so I'm very happy to get the word out and support the ending of and support the ending, support ending the stigma. Many offered their congratulations on social media. Predictably, some questioned why he left, why he felt the need to come out. Married. Here we go. Murray took a twi- took to Twitter to explain that it's important to go public with his sexuality. Among the reasons he listed, he said gay male footballers in the UK need role models. Uh, majority are terrified to come out to friends, family, teammates, 
Um, trust me, if you have reached out already, we need to break the fear as the majority as the majority are correct, and that a lot of public don't care. Eventually, we will get to a place where it does not make the news. Um, well, that's the other thing. If he hadn't come out ten five years down the track, and he would have been seen out with a bloke or whatever, and there'll be there'll be held. It'll be um, oh, what's her name all over again? Uh, Rebel Wilson all over yes, again. Yes. Um, but it's interesting that, that oh my you know, god, he's gay. There, there is this whole thing of yes, you know, people are cautious about us coming out and what have you, and talking about it. I.e., um, I think it was James Allen from uh, Metro Magazine years back who, who said that we were once referred to as the love that dare not speak its name, and now we're the love that won't shut up. Um, but. I think there's a difference when when you hear, yes, it's great for so-and-so to be celebrated because they're getting married um, to a fabulous woman, et cetera, et cetera. But same-sex-oriented people need to be celebrated the same. You know, I think love and, should be celebrated in I general. I think so, yeah. Um, but I think if he hadn't have come out, yeah, five years down the track, it would have been Rebel Wilson's situation yeah. again. Yeah, or there would or, have been the rumours anyway. Yeah, or, or a suicide. Yeah. And you know you just and don't, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And wouldn't it be better to, you know, if you've got a child that's playing soccer, to know that they have a good role model like that? Mm. Let's go to a song. Yes, this is Melissa, Melissa Etheridge with Mel- this Melissa. moment. Melissa Etheridge. Watching you sleep It's the promise you made What I find I can keep Oh, I Want to swallow the moon Give a smile back to you Lighting your way Tell the angels They'll just have to wait Cause I
That was Melissa Etheridge with this moment. We're going to jump over to Ray Isaac with You Can't Stop Me Dancing. I think we can. Oh. Are you ready? Can't stop me dancing. We're going to shoot over to the last article before we are vastly out of time. Uh, but Not just out of time, but vastly. Yes, the NBA uh, has fined basketball star Anthony Edwards $40,000 for using an anti-gay Did he catch slur. the wrong balls? Oh, no, I'm yeah. not sure. The player of the Minnesota, Minnesota? Uh, Timberwolves mm-hmm. uh, found himself in hot water earlier this month after a video on his Instagram story depicted him mocking a group of gay men, a men, sorry, a group of men standing on a sidewalk. The video has since been deleted, but Edwards uh, could reportedly be heard saying, look at those queers, queer, I'm assuming ass, and then the N-word. Uh, oh the one we're not allowed to say. Okay. Naturals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, immature, hurtful, and disrespectful. Uh, I'm, he basically said he's incredibly sorry and inappropriate for, for me or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way. Um, uh, there's no excuse for it. I was raised better than that. I suspect he was really sorry because he's lost, lost $40,000 of his mm. income. Um but it is not the only one. Uh, someone else has been fined. Um, NBA, that's probably not even going to touch the sides for him, <laughs> no, to be honest. That's probably his game fees for the week. Uh, so they uh, have done it for another player of $50,000 a fine. Um, that's the maximum they can be fined under their collective uh, you know, bargaining agreement. Um, but, yeah, just, just be mindful 
that what you do say is hurts. Players have been fined before for using homophobic language in uh, 2021. Mm. Um, so they are – these pl- organisations are clamping down on their players' behaviour. You, you've got to remember players are representative of, of the school yeah. and the organisation that they're associated with. Uh, so good on them. But that is now all we have time for. Um, so just before we go, so just off air, we were talking about um, people sounding gay coming mm-hmm. across. How could you tell someone was gay? Um, I've just realised who it was I was talking about. Matt Reed Wilson. Um, sorry, Tom Reed Wilson, not Matt Reed. Tom Reed Wilson. So if you go and look at him, um, he does a lovely poem about pride. Um, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. the, the sound. That's an example of. How people can come across the bit homosexual. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people have no idea how no, we came to that no. conversation. But Tom Reed Wilson, um, beautiful voice, um, reads beautifully. Go and, go and listen to him. He's very soothing. Soothing. Uh, okay. And we're going to play out to the song by Cherry Valentine, Aesthetic. So thank you all, everybody, for listening. Good night. Heels high, body right I got that shit that you like Waist inched another inch You know it's Miss Valentine Feel the energy Your sensuality Cheekbones sharp enough to cut like a knife Don't try to resist it Glamour, dark and twisted Baby, let's go for a ride Let's get real, you wanna know how it feels Baby, buckle up, cause it's gonna get rough Stand back, take a glimpse, so take me in every inch Baby, buckle up, cause it's gonna get rough It's my aesthetic, yeah, my aesthetic, yeah Don't forget it, yeah, my aesthetic, yeah It's my Let's get real, you wanna know how it feels Baby, buckle up, cause it's gonna get rough Stand back, take a glimpse, so take me in every inch Baby, buckle up, cause it's gonna get rough It's my aesthetic, yeah, my aesthetic, yeah Don't forget it, yeah, my aesthetic, yeah It's my aesthetic, yeah, my aesthetic, yeah Don't forget it, yeah, my aesthetic, yeah It's my it's not just fashion, art creation Nothing is normal, cause celebration Count on yourself, raise the bar Stop looking for help, you know who you are Make the equation, artistic invasion Unsympathetic, it's your aesthetic It's your aesthetic It's my aesthetic, yeah My aesthetic, yeah Don't forget it, yeah My aesthetic, yeah It's my aesthetic, yeah My aesthetic, yeah Don't forget it, yeah My aesthetic, yeah It's my If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.